The Passholder Lounge is open once again, and I am so excited to welcome you in. Hello, everyone. It's Justin Monreal back again in the Passholder Lounge. Tonight, it is August the 15th, and this is our live show for the month of August. This is our virtual happy hour. Hello to everybody that is in the chat already. Hello if you're watching on YouTube, if you're watching on Twitch, and hello to you if you're listening later on a podcast app. We're just happy to have you no matter where you find yourself. The Passholder Lounge is open for all. And tonight, we are welcoming in friends in a new way, and it's even going to be a surprise to me who shows up tonight. So... I'm kind of sending out the invite and just kind of seeing who wants to pop in. We've got a topic of the night, and I'm excited to get into that. Before we do, really quickly, just want to remind you all, if you want to get more Passholder Lounge throughout the month, throughout the week, you can go to thepassholderlounge.com. You can see that listed under my name right here on YouTube, but it's the website for all things Passholder Lounge, thepassholderlounge.com. We're also on Instagram. We're also on... TikTok. We're in we're on Facebook. There's a Facebook community and we have a Discord. And here we are and I am sitting amongst the pumpkins in the live Passholder Lounge tonight. And I am ready to welcome in friends because I'm ready to get right to this happy hour. I've got a drink in hand. I'm drinking out of my Tampa Bay Devil Rays souvenir cup that I got from going to a game last year. Surprisingly enough, it almost held two full bottles of my chosen drink tonight, which is uh, Miller High Life. It's the champagne of beers because we are celebrating tonight. Hello, Yak, says Natalie in the chat. Hello, Yak, to you too, Natalie. And I'm going to say hello to some of the friends that have already joined live. Let's do it now. We've got a couple that are on deck. I'm just going to bring them on right now. Let's welcome in Nate and Skipper Bob. Hello to both of you. Welcome to the Pass Holder Lounge. What's happening? Hey, guys. Hey, guys. Nate, it's good to see you. There you are on the bridge once again. I'm still here. I haven't left. (laughs) My question for you is, are you getting like a special deal? Are they going to sell you the the whole Star Cruiser at like a discount price since they're getting ready to shut that thing down? I already bought it. Yeah. They give me a really good deal. (laughs) You get to take the seats home? Like a closing of an NFL stadium? Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) He's taking the whole Star Cruiser, and and why I'm not? not? Moving in, I'm actually going to move in and stay there. So, <laughs> yeah, I don't blame you. Well, you're, you're looking great. Thanks for joining me tonight. Oh, drinking a fancy drink. What have you got there in the glass, sir? Well, it's a it's a whole, whole lounge. So I went with bourbon tonight and a little mm. bit of Buffalo Trace. So, mm-hmm. yeah, keeping it classy, delicious. Yeah, I like it. Skipper Bob, a surprise yes, tonight that you joined us. You usually work on a Tuesday night, so yeah, I'm happy to see you, sir. How you doing? So far sober. Yeah, so far sober. What have you got in your glass over there? Uh, I actually, I don't know if you guys follow him on TikTok, but uh, Jordan the Stallion, who gives like all these helpful tips and whatever, he did one, I think like two days ago, where he took like the sugar-free lemonade and then he added like a pack of Kool-Aid to it. I basically done that and just added a ton of vodka. Oh, <laughs> okay. It's like a party punch. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. It's something you Very- get in Halloween Horror Nights. Oh, man. No kidding. Hey, so while you bring that up, have, have either of you like read anything or watched any videos about the people that have gone to the Taste of Terror event? I'm doing that this week. You're doing it? Yes. 
Oh, very exciting. So, okay, when do you go? Saturday. Saturday. And, okay, so I think, correct me if I'm wrong, um, you have to have a ticket to Universal to get into the event, right? Because it's actually in the park. Is that true? Yes. I think so. I think, um, well, because I mean, got, we, we told them we're annual pass holders yeah. so, and they didn't even question it. So uh, yeah, yes, you've got your annual case. pass. So you, yeah, I'm thinking it's, I'm thinking it's in the park and you've, and, and now you're going to go to the event. So very cool. Do you, do you, have you already scouted out the, the food and drink and, and you kind of nope. know what you're in for? I heard about this yesterday for the first time and I was like, I'm in, I want to wow. try this. All right. All right. Yeah, this is cool. This is a special limited time event. First time they're doing it this year uh, for Halloween Horror Nights. And really, essentially what you're in for, Skipper Bob, is they've got food booths set up themed around, you know, all of the themed special holiday foods that are going to be offered during Halloween Horror Nights, the food and the drink. And with a ticket to the event, it's all you can eat and all you can drink. So you're going to I mean, it's all the savory, the sweets and the drinks. Well, there's a uh, an alcoholic and a non-alcoholic version. Oh, is that true? I didn't realize yeah. that. The, okay. the funny thing is, is if you're a pass holder, you do get a discount, but only on the alcoholic version. Oh, <laughs> well, you know, that's the more expensive of the two, I guess. It is. Are you going for the alcoholic version? I'm really going for the food, but I'm not I'm not going to turn away drinks. What are you crazy? What kind of show is this? <laughs> I know. That's what I'm saying. I would expect no less. Well, that's really exciting. I, I expect a full report. Are you going to be uh, put throwing this up on your YouTube channel? Maybe. I'm. I really haven't had the heart to do a lot of YouTube stuff as of late. Um, maybe this will kickstart that again. We'll yeah. see. I think people would love to see it. You know, the the good news is it's pretty cool that you're getting the the early access, right? So you're going to be able to try all this stuff before the event even starts. And um, then you're going to kind of have a leg up on everybody like you can. I'm, I'm hoping that you can give us the inside scoop on what we need to actually eat at the event. That was my problem last year. There was a lot of stuff I just walked by. I, I, I saw it and I was like, oh, I'd like to try that. But the line is just so long and we're only here for so, so uh, short amount of time. So eh, I could do without it and this. This time I'm yeah. actually going to try everything I can before well, yeah. my stomach bursts. <laughs> that's exciting i'm excited for you man that's going to be really cool yeah uh nate are you going to be coming down for halloween horror nights this year i will be down there i haven't decided if i'm going yet or not i'm on the fence i'm on the fence so if you can sell me on it maybe i'll go i mean bob might be able to do part of the sales pitch after he goes and tries all this delicious food that, that might get his arm yeah i'm pretty excited it does look like there's going to be some interesting stuff this year um Bob, I don't know if you want any spoilers about what's on the menu at all. I've randomly have heard stuff here and there. It, uh, knowing me, it, it's not going to set in memory, so I'll probably forget by Saturday. Okay. Well, I won't go into great detail, but I will say that the Last of Us food booth looks really cool, and I'm pretty excited to try um, their um, themed party foods and drinks. Um. I think we're going to, you know, we're going to have some classics around the park when it comes to drinks. Like I know they're probably bringing back ghoul juice and different things like that. Um, I, I've tried, you know, over the last couple of years, I feel like I've I've tried a lot of the cocktails. Last year, the Savior Tears was probably my favorite that I've had. Um, I really liked the peach flair on that one because it made it stand out in the boba that was in it. That was the one in the skull glass, right? 
No, that oh. one. What was that one called? I think that was. Was that not a margarita? Some kind of margarita in the school? I place? missed out on it. That was another thing I just walked by because the lines were too long, and that yeah. was the only place they sold it. So yeah, the Savior Tears was the uh, the weekend themed drink, and um, it was it was good. I enjoyed that one quite a bit. Um, I'm going back for seconds. What happens to me a lot of times though with the with the themed cocktails, they're very, there's a lot of sugar going on in those things. Yeah, yeah. And sure. and I tend to after a couple, it's like, yeah, all right, I'm going to get a headache if mm-hmm. I keep doing that. Um, but I'm hoping maybe this year they'll have some some pretty good ones. But again, the food looks great, so I'm very excited. I can't wait. Nate, you know I'm always going to try to sell you on the food and drink, but you know there's also yeah. going to be great company there. Like if you go in September. You've got a whole group of people that've got Russia fear passes. We're probably going to be there most nights in September. So sounds um, good. Well, let me add to the list from down there, mid September. Yeah, yeah. mid September. You'll have a whole crew to run with. I'm just, I'm just telling you. <laughs> I think uh, we've planned to do because um, Lee is coming to town. He's going to be over from the UK. He's doing Hallow Scream and he's doing Halloween Horror Nights, and he's doing that the week of the 15th and 16th. So I think. If we do anything unofficial, you all are hearing it here on the Passholder Lounge. <laughs> it's going to be the 16th at Halloween Horror Nights, September 16th. So that's kind of what we're thinking. Whoever can make it that night. Otherwise, I'll see you on another night because I'll be there a lot in September. <laughs> fair. That sounds fair. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. So that's exciting. I mean, it's funny. I, I wasn't planning on talking to ha- about Halloween stuff, even though I do have behind me uh, the pumpkins that are set up at Magic Kingdom. And, and of course, we did kick off Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party this past weekend. So it is officially Halloween season. I was going to save all that for se- the September show. Um, but, you know, it, it never hurts anybody to talk spooky events. Um, I'm certainly going to be doing my share this year. But... Tonight, we actually had a theme, and we have a a question that we're sharing with anybody who wants to join. It'll be the question with the chat, and we're just going to generally chat about this throughout the evening, and that is the whole concept of rope drop. Now, the question I specifically asked was, if you could only pick one park, which park would you prioritize as the most important Walt Disney World park to rope drop? And I think that this is still a valid conversation, even in the even in the times of Genie Plus and the chaining changing Genie Plus, because not everybody does it. And you can still get a lot of bang for your buck, whether you get that extra magic hour in the morning at the resort or you just go when when the park generally opens for the public. Um, it Depending on the park you go to, you can really get a lot done. So now, you know, me, my whole idea as a local Living in Orlando, I, I I tend to show up around two, three o'clock in the afternoon. So rope dropping has has become a bit of a thing of the past, unless I've got people that I'm meeting at the park, or you know, I just happen to want to go in the morning. Uh, but I think it's you know, it's still a, it's a worthy idea, especially if you want to get uh, the as much done as possible, as many rides in as possible. So while I've got the two of you here, let's just kick it off with just a general question about rope dropping. Are you pro rope drop? Are you are you against it? Would you rather go at your own pace? How do you approach a typical day at the park? I'm going to ask you, Nate, first. Hit it. Well, I'm coming from a, a semi-local, semi-local, we'll call it, because I'm, I'm there enough to be considered a local, but I don't actually live in Florida. So uh, I do it. I'm a morning person. I'm really weird. Like, I'm up early anyway, so I might as well go to the park. Like, I'm up at 5 o'clock. So I'm like, well, I might as well 
go beat the crowds and, and, and go do it. Yeah. So yeah, I'm all about it. I mean, but at the same point, if I was someone that slept in, I probably would only do it once or twice on a vacation if I'm there for a week because it's vacation. You got to sleep a little bit here and there, right? Yeah. I, I like that you call yourself a quasi-local. And I, and I agree with you. You're a DVC owner. So I, you get those Florida resident passes because of that, right? So Oh, yeah. I have the Florida resident AP. And uh, I think it's Keenan, actually, that says that uh, my actual tagline is that I, I live in Florida and I vacation in Ohio. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The joys of having a a one hundred percent remote job, right? You can you can yeah, do exactly, exactly. So, no, that's awesome. So okay, all right, that's fair. I I think I think that makes sense. Um, I think the people who tend to to travel more, you know, be be more of a I travel for a month or a week or whatever out of the year, and and uh, I go to Disney. They're going to be rope droppers, or I only get to come once every couple of years. So I think there's that. But being a morning person, so your typical schedule, you're up at five. Was up at five oh five this morning. Yeah. Oh my gosh, Nate. This is why Halloween Horror Nights is so tough for me because like <laughs> I cannot make it to like ten p.m. if I try. I was gonna say you must have an early bedtime. I I feel lucky that you're joining us this late in the Passholder Lounge. I have a pillow behind me and I have my you know pajamas <laughs> ready to go. So if I fall asleep, you'll know why. Right there on the deck of the house, Jan. Very good. All right, what about you, Skipper Bob? Are you pro or against rope dropping? I don't rope drop a whole lot. Um, I did it recently for Universal, and I did see the the drop in the crowds. I did it for the um, the Villain Con attraction that they have there. But given my schedule, uh, I don't really get to rope drop a whole lot often. And this even goes back when I was working an early morning schedule, so I would just naturally be up at six, seven o'clock in the morning. And now that I don't have to be up that early. I really don't want to <laughs> unless I have to. Um, today was different. I was meeting up with uh, Chris from Ear to Ear Magic at Universal. So I had that alarm set and I was out the door and then he sent me a message. Yeah, I'm going to be late. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but to answer your do you want me to give you what park I think is best? Oh, yeah, we can we can go right into it. But okay. but wait, let me tell you, or let me stop you for just one second because I heard that there was a celebrity spotting uh, today at Universal. Yeah, uh, I'm trying it, to figure that one out. It came up on the it came up on the Facebook and the Universal Passholder Facebook. Now, can you identify these two celebrities that were identified? They look like hooligans. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what app was this from? Because I cannot find these accounts. I, I want to look it up. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was a Facebook group. I think is that Facebook? Okay. Yeah, I didn't see it. Some somebody, I think uh, Cocktail Bob actually shared. Yeah, that he on the shared Discord. it with uh, the Discord. Yeah, but pretty funny. You guys were spotted. And they were like, "Those people look important. Are they like celebrities? Who are they?" <laughs> yeah, I've never been. I've never faced that question before. Who is that? <laughs> Well, you walk in, you've got your Hawaiian shirt. You have a certain look about you, Skipper Bob, and you usually have your nice hat on. If you're doing any kind of filming or or whatever, you probably, people are going to ask the question, like this guy, he he's he's a creator of some kind. And look at him. He's got such a distinct look. At the very least, he knows what he's doing. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just want to say I'm proud to have you on the show today. What, what an honor to have a celebrity that was spotted in the Universal AP group. I'll right here inflate my ego even more. <laughs> I'll be as big okay. as landed one day. Well, no, you got a ways to go. <laughs> <laughs> but um, 
yeah, let's get right into it then. So uh, what what Disney park do you think is most important to rope drop, Skipper Bob? Probably because of the amount of e-ticket attractions, it would have to be Magic Kingdom. Mm. Um, pick three rides and you know that they're going to have hour-long waits by an hour after park opens. So Peter Pan, uh, Seven Dwarfs Train, uh, Haunted Mansion this time of year, and uh, Pirates, those are all high high volume places. That's true. Yeah, and you can knock out several of those, that's for sure. Um see, I when I think of Magic Kingdom, I'm always like I'd prefer to be in there in the evening. Like I love those nighttime Magic Kingdom vibes, but I think it's a very fair point. Like uh Seven Dwarves Mine Train, if I get in there after 9:30 in the morning, I'm probably not riding Seven Dwarves Mine Train because <laughs> I just don't feel like waiting longer than about 30, 45 minutes for that ride. I'm just not going to do it. Plus you get like a double rope drop too. So like if you're staying on property, you can go to fancy land and tomorrow land. Yeah. The extra magic half hour and then go to Adventureland and, um, frontier land half an hour later for another rope drop. So you get a bunch of rides in right away. If you're staying off property, you get a fair shot compared to all the other parks that let, Resort guests in first. Yeah, it's true. Valid points. What about you, Nate? What, do, you, do you think Magic Kingdom's the one to go with if you're rope dropping just one? If you want the serious answer, um, then yeah, I'll probably go with the Magic Kingdom. Or, you know, if you're like a really big into thrill rides, I would almost say that you're, you know, better off also looking at Hollywood Studios as your rope drop. What time of year are we looking at? Oh, it, it doesn't matter, just generally. Because like, if, if it's not the when we're on the surface of the sun right now, I would maybe say Animal Kingdom to get on that safari first thing. Mm, not the flight of passage. I'll let you know when I lose more weight. <laughs> I mean, because safari, you know, safari is going to have its like peaks and valleys of wait time throughout the day. Flight of passage is the one that's going to maintain usually the mm-hmm. higher wait time. So that's typically what people are going to run to but if if you if you don't want to do or you know you prefer not to have to do a walk of shame maybe for flight of passage and you and you, you certainly can you know get bang for your buck with kilimanjaro mm-hmm. um and then of course there's uh everest but everest you can if you know if you want to shorten the weight single rider it's usually not too bad anyway no it's not usually that long away even during the busiest times it's like 35 to 45 yeah. minutes so it's, it's, it's all shaded too it's too bad um, I would say if you were going to do that, one thing to prioritize is maybe trying to catch the first Lion King show because that way you don't want to like, cause typically I think now if you want to get guaranteed, get in there, get good seats, you probably want to line up like 45 minutes early for, for the Lion King show. Maybe for the first one, you don't have to do that quite as early. I don't know. I'm just I, saying I never thought about rope dropping for a show, especially yeah. a time scheduled one. Well, it's the best show in all the parks. So, I mean, it would be the only one I would consider doing it for. And you've got two. I, I would think, too, you've got two big shows now in Animal Kingdom now that Nemo's back. So you can spread it out. Um, you could go see Lion King and then maybe later on in the day, go see Nemo, which I think you probably wouldn't have to plan as far ahead for. Um, Natalie's pointing out you got a rope drop, drop, rope, drop nomad. Um mm-hmm. Which, of course, is true, but Nomad opens later in the day than the park. So you can rope drop Nomad 
and still have already squeezed in a couple rides beforehand. That's probably why I'll never rope drop Epcot because half of the park doesn't open until 10, 11 o'clock. Yeah, absolutely. You know, uh, but Frozen Ever After opens with the park. Yep. So, you know, if you want to knock that out, test track. Yeah, you can get on Ratatouille first thing. So you can still you can you can't now you can't rope drop and expect to go into Germany and get your pineapple or <laughs> your uh, your grapefruit beer. But uh, um, if that's what you're waiting to to rope drop. But yeah, so I saw. Uh, Do we have any answers in the chat? I was trying to keep my eye on it. Uh, Travis said Animal Kingdom always number one because of Flight of Passage. So he, he's getting in on the Animal Kingdom train there. Um, and then of course, Natalie with the nomad comment. Now here's what I'm going to say. I think both of you had great answers. I feel, I feel like magic kingdom is a very valid answer. Nate, I'm going back to your Hollywood studios comment because Mm -hmm. my, my personal opinion is that Hollywood studios is, is the way to go. And the reason is actually for the exact reason you said, Skipper Bob, Magic Kingdom has so many rides, so many e-ticket rides. Hollywood Studios doesn't have as many e-ticket rides. So you can knock out the big ones. If you get in there early, you could knock out Slinky Dog. You could knock out Rise. Like if you go right to Rise, maybe do Smugglers, go to Slinky Dog, hit the back half of the park. I've never seen Rise open with the park. Does it do that? Yeah. Okay, because every time I've been there, it's like delayed till later in the day. It's the fourth Wednesday of any (laughs) month that is only five letters. Let me write this down. (laughs) Yeah, um, but I mean, certainly you can get in there and get a lot of bang for your buck and, you know, grab a Ronto wrap while you're at it. But I mean, if, if if you play that strategically and and you're able to knock out a couple of the big headliners, you could you could make a case that that Hollywood studios, you could be done with by one, two o'clock in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I agree. So, and then you can hop over, you know, to Epcot by that time world showcase is open <laughs> up on the Skyliner. Always reason to take a, a Skyliner ride. Yeah. Um, Steffers said, Oh, Steffers said Hollywood studios, but then she said she changed her answer to universal Universal was not on the list because it is not a Disney park and actually would. But if you were going to pick one, Steffers, there are two parks. Well, three, technically, if you're going to count Volcano Bay, which one are you going to rope drop? Come on. You got to weigh in here. And why you could you could have been here to defend yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I think islands in that situation because of the uh, the two Harry Potter attractions. Hmm. Well, let's see what Steffers thinks. <laughs> she's just shaking her shaking head. her head in disapproval of podcaster past steffers has joined Hello. us hey steffers how you doing i have to lower you guys because you're probably going to hear yourselves i actually could hear myself when i, I and know. i loved it i love hearing i mean this. listen here listen here <laughs> i don't know what to do anymore with my life hi i'm gonna lower you welcome to the club <laughs> i don't know what i'm doing anymore well that's that you just celebrated a birthday recently. And I'd say you're just, you know, you're joining the age that we're all at where we're like, well, who knows? Who freaking knows? You think still you haven't the, figured out. Youngest, you're young. I'm, I'm still the youngest. Yeah. Wow. How old do you think I am? Barely. Um, <laughs> older, older than, than me. 
I'm I'm 28, so. Oh yeah, you got you by many years. Okay. That means you're catching up to where we're all at. Cause we're all 29, Steffers. Yeah. Look at oh. Gimli. Gimli side eye. Oh. He's not amused today. I love the Gimli side eye. Yeah. Um, the answer is studios, but technically both of my answers were studios. So <laughs> I did answer the question correctly, and then I changed my answer to the correct correct answer. Well, it's not the correct, correct answer if the first question was the Disney park, but okay. I heard park. I like tuned you out. It was like <laughs> static. It's fine. It's fine. It doesn't take long to get back into the, the routine of things. Just tuning Justin out. <laughs> Something like that. So, okay. So you're saying studios. Why? What's your argument for studios over islands? There's only one. Um, uh, E.T. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just, uh, if you have to rope drop Universal for E.T., no, no, no. you either have a sickness oh, or that is a very busy dropping. day. I thought overall favorite park. No, no. Rope <laughs> got a rope. Yeah, no, I changed my answer. Islands. You didn't even listen to the question. No, I never listen. I never listen. I hear favorite park. That's what I heard. Uh, yeah, no, but I would rope drop Hagrid's, not Velocicoaster. Okay. All right. Because Velocicoaster goes faster for sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I would wait two hours for Hagrid's, and I have waited two hours for Hagrid's. Maybe not in the dead heat of summer, but in a general sense. So. Is Hagrid's still your favorite islands ride? Ooh, she's really thinking about this. Yeah, I think. I'm going to say yes. And the reason why is I just think the story, like you just get the whole cohesiveness of a story and Velocicoaster is kind of just room. <laughs> it's true. Every time I ride Velocicoaster, I'm like, I really want to see those Velociraptors this time. And I don't. I, I, pick, a, I pick one every time and I like <laughs> focus that area so that, oh, there's that one. And then the next one, <laughs> oh, there's that one. I think I've counted four. <laughs> There yeah. might be more. I don't know. I'm sure <laughs> it just goes are. too fast. Yeah. It doesn't slow down enough where you actually get to see the the creatures like you do for Hagrid. So exactly. Yeah. I always like to say, and I and I'll say it to this day, Hagrid is the best ride in Orlando just because I like the way it sounds. And he probably, you know, I think that's honoring his memory. I think so too. <laughs> what? You want to um, say hi? Say hi. Gimli. Gimli, what do you have to say? He says, I'm tired of my mom leaving me. Please stop telling her to go places. Well, wait. Now, you you posted something, but maybe it was just you were reposting a universal Mm. thing. You're not coming down, are you? I mean, I am, just not when that countdown is over. You're this there there have been multiple people like you're going to Orlando. That's what I thought you were. Yeah. No, I'm uh I'm waiting for that Islands of Adventure soundtrack to drop. Oh. Is that what's happening? I didn't know what the countdown was for. That's that's the rumor. Okay. So they're just releasing songs on iTunes or I've literally no idea. <laughs> for people to steal and put on their podcasts. <laughs> yeah. I mean, listen. If it works, it works. <laughs> yeah. Podcasts are still very much the the wild west a lot of times when it comes unless you're putting them on YouTube where you can get copyright strikes, but otherwise nobody's listening to this stuff to check what songs you're using. I'm not going to turn anybody in. I won't either. <laughs> Skipper Excuse Bob. Me. Might. Oh, now you want to get down? Now that we're we're having a conversation. No, he's not allowed. Would you like to weigh in? He doesn't have any. He just wants to look. He, he, I love the look he gives. It's very judgy. 
Well, yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, I mean, look at look at his mom. Of course, he gets it honest. That's a little rude. I'm not that judgy. <laughs> Steffers, will you be making it down for Halloween Horror Nights this year? Yeah, that was a stupid question. I don't know, because I thought she said she wouldn't be able to. I, listen, where there's a will, there's a way, but I still don't know if there's a way or a will at this point. Okay. Head down. Move your toes. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Some gim gimly antics going on here. He's just not moving. It's fine. No. Um, I really want to. However, I was signed up to go to other places. So if I were to go, it would be like October, like the beginning of October. And I don't mm. actually like going in October. Too crowded. Yeah. Unpopular opinion, but smart. When opinion. the crowd shows up. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm trying. I was still holding out hope that I was going to make this like 36 hour crazy trip over to Anaheim and do Oogie Boogie Bash this year, but I don't, I don't think I'm going to be able to Did do it. Did you get it. tickets? Uh, well, no. Oh, I, like, do they I still have tickets. I don't yeah, know how that works. There's, there's tickets available. Oh, oh really? Uh, yeah, I literally, I'm, I'm planning a trip for next year, but like not during Halloween. Um, so I have to wise up and learn everything about the other coast i mean if they're totally sold out for every party is that is that what you have heard nate is that your information you're the expert i thought that's what i've heard is that they all went quickly they did two drops they did that first drop and then did a ticket master moment and then had to do it again whoa no. i got taylor swift tickets let's calm down let's calm down Ticketmaster really figured it out this next we round calm, we need to calm down like yeah exactly thank you <laughs> This wait, Steffers. Did you not already go see Taylor Swift? Shh, Justin. Don't you want to let other people enjoy the show? No, the answer is <laughs> no. I am actually technically I am letting other people go. Um, with you? With me? <laughs> yeah, it's part of the listen. It's it's a person who hasn't been to a concert before. It's another person who hasn't been to Miami before, and it's another person. Who has? I don't think they both haven't been to Miami before. So like, it's they need a veteran, you know. So, really, just doing them a favor. Yeah, going to see Taylor sounds like it. I love the fact that like, there's all this. You know, there were these articles coming out how Taylor Swift is helping the economy. Like everywhere she goes, <laughs> I saw that. It's a boost to the economy. It's great. It's true. It's like because she's bringing in all these tourists. There's pumping all this money into every city that she goes to. And mm -hmm. then this great news about her giving these huge bonuses to her trucker. Can, Taylor can do no wrong. I mean, she's the next Dolly Parton. It looks like she's on that path right now. I think so. That's that's very high praise. I'm not ready to bestow that upon her because Dolly Parton is the queen. But if she keeps it up, she's got 50 more years of doing this to make it. But, you know. <laughs> Dolly's Have you heard the rumor? It's her fault that Disney's attendance went down this summer because everybody's everybody spending their money to go see Taylor Swift instead of a Disney vacation. <laughs> Have you been to Disney? I haven't seen a drop in the in the crowds at all. It's so funny because you know I, I mean I talked about it uh, on a previous podcast, but I can tell you like uh, hotel capacity wise, there's capacity this summer that hasn't been there before. Um, less people are traveling to Central Florida this summer. Um, however, Skipper Bob, I'm with you. I go to the parks and it still fe feels crowded to me. I wonder so. if they're staying off site because that's obviously the cheaper option. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, it could be. Or it could be that now, you know, they they opened up annual passes again. Maybe locals are getting back in there. Um, so that could be something that's happening as well. It's, it does feel crowded. I, I think so. But I've been watching that crowd calendar because coming up the next couple of weeks in August, they're like some level two days in Magic Kingdom that are coming it's up. It's going to be hot and rainy. I mean, it's Florida, hot, but hot, like hot all summer. I mean, correct. Cool but I'm just saying that's probably why it's a two. Well, also school's back in and ah, school. What is school? What is an education? <laughs> yeah. Well, the, the you know there are kids that are in you know less than eighteen that don't have a say one way or the other. They've got to go to school. So, um, but yeah, it, I mean you're right. It's it's there's no de- debating that it's blazing hot down here. Um, <laughs> I saw a thing on TikTok. It's a, it's a guy that I follow, but he was just talking about. Uh, we don't need any more of these extreme heat warnings. We get it. We know it's hot. Like whoever's doing that, you can stop. Yeah. Did they change the parameters or something? Because we've been hot before and we didn't get these warnings. It, 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 I know. And I'm getting them every day. Every yeah. day. And it's been true. <laughs> but I mean, you know, at this point, we just call it. It is what it is. Wait until we set another boiling record. All right. So. Steffers, your Hollywood Studios vote. If we're talking Disney parks, mm-hmm. yes. How do you? How do you? Uh, what What leads you to Hollywood Studios being your Disney pick for rope drop? Um. Well, my second choice was Epcot, and I'm like, what am I really rope dropping at Epcot that I couldn't find a lull in the day where I can go on it? I feel like with Hollywood Studios, I'm either rope drop and rise, or like one of the you know, back ones that I will never like I'll ride once and then that throughout the day it'll get crowded. So Tower of Terror, Rock and Roller Coaster, the ones where I don't really want to wait. I'll be like, yeah, I'll just go do it now and be done for the yeah. day. Cause I'm also not spending money on uh that other thing that I like, never spend yeah. money on. The single lightning selection. Yeah. On it. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, it's just I love me some rise and I've only been on it a couple times. So well, and as Nate and Skipper Bob pointed out, if it's open when you go, yeah. if, it's actually, if it's actually operating. <laughs> yeah. That's... Hey, you could rope drop and you're inside. Close. Open in a few hours. Okay. I guess I'll go to the 50s primetime cafe, I guess. <laughs> However, I, so many times. <laughs> I will say it's a very good strategy. If you're, if you, if you are a touring plans person, you've got the lines app that they, they usually give you an estimate of when they think rise is going to come back up. I say, it's not a bad idea. Go get you a sour sarlacc or whatever and just kind of hang around that area around the time that it that they project rise to come back up because that if you don't rope drop it, that's going to be your best bet middle or late in the day to try to get in there without a long wait. However, however, I will say that I've done that strategy once or twice. If you do it late in the day, what happens is all the people who had the lightning lane for it they all come back and they let them on first (laughs) so you could get way up to the front and then you don't move for a while (laughs) i have seen like about 10 15 minutes before phantasmic starts if you jump in Mm. line you tend to get a little bit of a shorter wait period because majority of people are filling that stadium up and you can get on the ride if it's open it's always a coin flip if it's open or not right I'm so confused. I haven't been to the parks in a very long time. Is it? I mean, like, I already knew that there were issues, but like, they haven't improved it. Like, it sounds like it's getting worse, not better. 
it's getting worse. I think. I think oh. they've looked at like downtime of, of the rides, and they're getting worse. Yeah, it's yeah. true. It could be they just don't have the staff to repair them quickly like they used to. And yeah. the thing with Rise is there's that is such a complicated attraction that I'm surprised it's not down more than it is. Well, and I can tell you when I've ridden Rise, like my last couple rides on Rise, half of the effects are in B mode. In mm-hmm. fact, <laughs> the last time that I rode, uh, Hux wasn't even on the bridge. When you go to that part where they're standing and looking out and the ships are warping in, Hux wasn't up there. Kylo Ren was up there, but Hux wasn't up there. And then when we escape and we're going and we get to see the really cool Kylo Ren animatronic, that was in B mode. And then those uh, those blasters that move back and forth. Sometimes, like lately, the those cannons? aren't moving. At, yeah, the cannons. They're not moving anymore. It's the point uh, of the ride at that point. Yeah, they're not moving. Uh, the other part's not moving is... Um, there's a couple other effects that are just like turned off 100%. And one of those are the cannons. They've been turned off for like a year now, I think. Yeah. Ever since they oh, reopened. Yeah, one of those screens, like the first screen, I, I noticed mm-hmm. it was off last time I was on it. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. And like you said, maybe it's a staffing thing. Maybe they just don't have the the maintenance people to keep it up and, and deal with it. But you would think with that much, like a significant portion of the ride in either non-operational or B mode, it would just have to go down. For a few yeah, days. like do something. It's tough though. Can you imagine though? Like you know, it's like their headline attraction. Can you imagine people plan vacations. Like, oh yeah, this is gonna be closed for the next three. Yeah, four months. but I think I'd rather it be closed than get a half. Was this family show? A half. <laughs> uh, whatever. It's, it's We're drinking more. Miller High Life, Steffers. You can say what you want. Okay, half-assed uh, experience. Like I don't. I don't know. I I just feel like it's especially if you've been on it before, yeah. like anticipating what's going to happen next. And then it doesn't do what you want it to do. And then if you're writing it for the first time and it's not, you're like, why is everyone hyping this ride up so much? It's not that great because you're yeah. not getting the real experience. Yeah. Totally agree. I mean, we're all there enough. I think, but like people that do like the once every five year trip, I'm sure they would be a different opinion. Maybe. I don't know. It's why we don't get overlays either. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, a good point. I was thinking about the other one that always disappoints me. If I ever do the Navi River Journey, about half the time that I've done that, the the River Shaman is just not there, and I'm like, that's the only reason I rode this ride. Like, they need to put a sign out front that says, "Hey, River River Shaman gone fishing. Maybe come back another." <laughs> like, because I'm not waiting. What is the point of that ride if there's no River Shaman at the end? Don't they have a, a B mode that's a screen? It's just a screen. Yeah. But I don't care about that. I want to see the one of the most complex animatronics in the parks doing all of her gesticulating and moving. Her, like, <laughs> if, you oh can't, if you can't see that, why are you riding the Navi River? Like, seriously, I want to get off and say, I wish someone had told me because I would not have done this. Like, that's really the only reason I want to ride it. Have you seen when, um, what's his name? Who's the guy before Millennium Falcon? Who's the... Um, Oh, image. Hondo. Hondo. Have you seen him down? Yeah. Yes. They make him into a table. It's yeah. hysterical. Yeah. They fold, he, he folds in half. And he's essentially puts a, like a crate over him into a table. Yeah. Great. That's a, called a half word plank. It's the next trend on TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's, you know, that's the, the trade off. I guess you have all these complicated animatronics, but like if you can't keep them up, I mean, I, Steffers, your point about like, you know, it, I guess. 
what I was thinking is if you've never ridden rise and you ride it, you, you might not know what you're missing, right? Unless someone's told you and there's still a lot of good stuff in there. You know, you're still getting, oh, I know I'm not, and I'm not trying to say it's okay. I just, if you're seeing something that's like station, it's really hard to say. Cause if you're going in blind, very valid point. Like you're not going to know what some things are supposed to do. But then sometimes you get like the downtimes where like the sound effects will still go off or like something would indicate that something's supposed to happen. But then yeah. you're like, like you hear General Hux's voice, but he's not on the bridge. That's, yeah. Like some things is just not, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like if like a good third of the attraction is like not working right, maybe shut it down. If it's like one or onesie, twosie. Yeah. Okay, fine. I have a question. Let me ask this question. Have either any of the three of you seen the Haunted Mansion movie? Not yet. Not yet, no. Do you intend to if it goes to streaming anytime soon? Yeah. Yeah. I'll- okay, so you'll all watch it. I mean, I'm, I'm not going to say any spoilers or anything. Uh, May and I saw it in the theater. Um, my only thing that I'll just say briefly about the movie, I, I understand the feedback people have had for it. I, I think if you're a fan of the ride, if you're a Haunted Mansion fan, you're going to like the movie. Just because there's enough of the ride in the movie that you'll appreciate it. I think if you don't care a thing about the parks or the ride, you'll probably be like, this was not good. Um, so that's, <laughs> that's kind of what I think about it. But um, I, I noticed, you know, they, they've uh, spruced up Madame Leota a little bit. And I think that they did it to make it a little more like what the effect looks like in the movie. That And that's, <laughs> I, I haven't seen it yet. I heard they gave her a perm or something. They yeah, they hair fluffed up. out her hair and kind of shaped it. Yeah, because um, that's a little bit like what it looks like when you see Madame Leota in the movie in the in in her crystal ball. So I think that you know I think they did that. Um, I know the mummy is back in the graveyard, but of course we're also going to be getting the Hatbox Ghost um, in the haunted mansion in magic kingdom. And it's not there yet, but it's going in there and people are upset because it's going to be placed uh, in before the infinity or at the infinity hallway. Um, And according to the lore of the haunted mansion, you're not really supposed to see ghost until we see Madame Leota because Madame Leota is doing the summoning and letting the ghost material materialize. Right. Well, the funny thing I was going to say, if you, if you do watch the movie, I feel like they're doing the placement of the Hatbox Ghost based on where he shows up first in the movie, and that's how they're going to justify it in the Magic Kingdom. So that that's going to be their argument. But it's like a chicken and the egg thing. I mean, I personally, I don't care. It doesn't matter. It's going to be a cool effect to see. I think the Haunted Mansion's a fun ride. It's always going to be one of my favorites. Um, I'm not going to get all worked up about it. But where would you put him? Well, he's supposed to be in the attic. Well, the the bride is up there. Yeah. You're taking focus away from the bride if you do that. He could be the, you know, the first thing you see when you go in the attic. Because there's like, he should be in that one uh, MC Escher room with the stairs. Eh, Yeah. That'd be cool because, yeah, there's not a whole lot to see in there. I guess if you're just thinking like blue skying, what's the best place for it? Yeah. That would probably work. But at Disneyland, he's in the man- in the attic. Well, they also have a bride, right? Yeah. Oh, they have a bride there. They have a bride. Oh. Yeah. So I um, haven't been. Neither have I. 
I'm blankly staring into the abyss thinking I'm going to, you know, remember something that I've never seen. (laughs) It's okay. So Justin, the big question is, does it go? I think I know the answer. Muppets Haunted Mansion, still number one. Oh, for me? In general, yeah. You have Eddie Murphy, you have the new one, and now you have... Like so, if, if we're gonna if we're gonna rank them one, two, three, um, yeah. well, okay. So I don't know that I'm not gonna answer this the way that people would expect because I probably have the biggest soft spot in my heart for that Eddie Murphy haunted mansion. That that <laughs> I love that movie. I really do. Like I unironically love it. Like it's, He's it's been drinking, comfort, folks. It's a comfort movie for me. I I will I could put it on anytime. I enjoy it every time I watch it. Um, so for me, it's it's. Eddie Murphy Haunted Mansion, then Muppets, and and then this one, um, but it's but but the the gap is not big, like really, I I enjoyed this new one enough that I'll watch it again. Like when it's on, I'm excited for it to be on streaming because I I'm looking forward to watching it again. It's got a, it's got enough stuff that I'm ready to revisit. That you know, it's got something like a 35 percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Like it has wow. a really it's awful. Um, the critical the critical score. So uh, Keenan and I had a gentleman's bet on this, and apparently I'm buying him drinks because I expected it to be much higher. Uh, but uh, the the audience score isn't that bad, and but you know you compare that to the other two movies I saw in the theater over the last couple of weekends were Barbie and then the new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movie. Those were amazing, both of them. So I can't sit here and tell you Haunted Mansion is on the same level as those because it's not. So. I feel like they should have. This is a hot take that I'm going to say that I just thought of. I think they should have just released the Haunted Mansion movie on Disney Plus and not put it in theaters. Yeah, probably. I think it. Unfortunately, I think they sunk a huge budget into this thing. Yeah, they they had to try and make some money back on it. Yeah. Um, Get moved too. Like it was supposed to be in. I thought the fall, but they had put a Marvel movie in its place, and then they pushed this back because I thought. The July release was supposed to be the new Marvel's movie, but they were behind on production. Oh, that could be. That could and they be. had to make things kind of work. Well, and I think everybody, everybody thinks you want to have like a summer blockbuster, but like I do think this movie would have done better released in the fall. Like people are in the mood to see something Halloween y, mm-hmm. you know, go see Haunted Mansion. Um, I think that I don't know. It could could they have just gone to straight? I guess I don't know. I just if you're, I think it would have been more appreciated. Like there's like a target demographic. Like people yeah. are gonna see it, thinking it's a remake of the Eddie Murphy movie. Mm-hmm. If you if you go in blind, and they just won't appreciate what it's supposed to be. And I just feel like that's my hot take of the day is that yeah. it should have just went to streaming. Also because the premiere i know i follow a lot of um content creators that were supposed to like go to the premiere and promote the movie and then with the strikes and everything right. like it just all got borked yeah so, they, got, they got destroyed by the strikes yeah yeah the so premiere I just, was a epic fail mixed with bad luck and timing it's one of those things where like just bite the bullet and put it on streaming and call it a day yeah would you have done the mulan path and make it a premium Ooh. Oh, I paid for that Mulan movie. Absolutely. I mean, 
I wouldn't do it Bad for example. this, but I think if people love it enough, you can pay it or you can just wait for how it was. It was only a few months before yeah, it went free it was, anyway. Yeah. It was. So I, like I, I think the Haunted Mansion movie is going to be streaming in September, I would say. We're in August. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's um, fair. I, I will say this. I feel like it was a movie because because I think if you look at it, cast wise, writer, director, it it was stacked with talent to succeed. But when you watch it, it feels like it was given a thousand like, well, let's say nine hundred and ninety nine production notes like throughout. It just feels like it was noted to death and <laughs> forgive the puns. Um <laughs> And and the and they could it's like they had some ideas of things they wanted to do, but they were like, oh, but don't forget, we have to do this thing that, the, you know, Disney wants us to do this and Disney wants us to do this. And we got to squeeze all this in. And I think that when because Disney was like, this is one of our classic attractions in our theme park or Magic Kingdom parks around the world. People didn't love the Eddie Murphy. I think Disney thought like they had this idea. And also it really does feel like it's an advertisement for the parks. Um, so be honest, it is. Yeah, it didn't have to be, but I guarantee you, or I guess I don't guarantee, but my theory on Guillermo Guillermo del Toro stepping away is that he was like, I'm not taking notes. Like I'm going to make my movie. And if you don't want me to make my movie, you can find somebody else to make the haunted mansion. (laughs) I I think that's what happened. I'm surprised they didn't fall like, the formula like they did this with pirates and jungle cruise where like yeah it's a homage back to the attraction but it's not the attraction it's well, a side story basically yeah but think about this jungle cruise and pirates have sort of a loose story going on but there's not nearly the lure that there is for the haunted mansion people who are obsessed with that attraction they know all the whole story of master gracie and constance and all these characters and why the mansion's haunted and what so you didn't have that with pirates you just had oh this is a fun ride through a pirate raid and a pirate adventure and sure you've got like a loose sort of story but there wasn't the lore behind it. And the same for Jungle Cruise. Like there's there was no cohesive story in Jungle Cruise. You're just doing a tour. So you could kind of shape whatever story you wanted to. Yes, Steffers. I was gonna say, so I just I had to look up how long the movie was because frankly, I don't know. I like know who's in the movie and generally what it's about. Two hours? Is that really like does it drag a little or did they manage to fill the whole two hours with like meaningful? I mean, I guess not the whole two hours, but it was it like meaningful enough where it warranted the two hour runtime. I will say as a person who generally thinks every movie should be 90 minutes and you can't convince <laughs> me otherwise. Um, I think, I think they managed to make it move. Hmm. The two hours was okay. It, it, it didn't feel like it drugged to me. Okay. It really did. Hmm. Hmm. I also think if they were going to stick to the like, oh, we have to make sure that there's so much of the ride in this movie. Why not do like the first half of it as very, very spooky and scary and setting up the mood in the second half goofy? That's what the ride is like. They could have done it that way. Mm. So I don't know. Weird choices. The the ride kind of gives like the first half of it. It's suspenseful is like ooh, we don't know what's around the next corner this could be scary this could be spooky we don't know really what it is 
And then finally, when the ghosts are all revealed, it's just a big old party and everyone's yeah. having fun. Yeah. So, I mean, they could have taken a similar approach. I know you've got to watch it because, you you know, they, they want to appeal to kids so they can't make it super scary. I think the previews in this case, they made it out to look like this movie was going to be a little scary. Which actually probably was to the detriment because I bet you there's some parents who are like, I don't know. I don't know if I can take my kids to see this. It might be a little too spooky. And really, there's I don't think the movie. I mean, I know I'm a I'm a Halloween Horror Nights veteran at this point. You can't scare me anymore. <laughs> you know who you can scare? Landon. <laughs> well, I think Landon. Well, I don't think he saw Haunted Mansion. Oh, no, he did. He did. And he said he liked it. He enjoyed it. He's not oh, I just been Halloween Horror Nights. I can scare no, him. I know. But I'm, I'm saying because of that, you know, Landon wasn't afraid of, of Haunted Mansion. So there you go. Mm-hmm. It's not a scary movie. <laughs> On a scale of one to Landon pissing his pants <laughs> is how I'm going to rank every how many movie Landons from now on. <laughs> I give it three and a half Landons. <laughs> but the upper half or lower half? <laughs> <laughs> Valid, though. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Well, if we're going to, we should rate scary movies on how many times Landon might need to change his pants. Mm -hmm. And then we can rate all other movies on how many times Justin cried. Because I think those are two pretty good scales. Ask me about Barbie. It was probably several. Um, No spoilers. I will actually see that movie. I promise you. It's I'm a not good movie. anything. It'll be after the hype is gone and it's been streaming for probably three months. But like, I will see it. I promise. You got to. It's. I finally saw Ant Man, the the newer one. Oh like, wow! Well, thanks like, for joining us, Steph. Two weeks ago, <laughs> I watched it on the plane. Listen, streaming services are not kind to those who don't like movie theaters. They make you wait a little bit. That's true. That's you watch Guardians, Guardians then too. Three, two. Yeah. Sobbed. Absolutely sobbed. I was like, why did they make this movie this way? <laughs> because they fired James Gunn. Well, well, he came back. You yeah, it, yeah. It's still sobbed. Yeah, and he, oh, you could see his fingerprints all over that movie. He's like, well, these people kicked me out. So we're going to write the saddest thing possible. <laughs> well, also, like, this is not the forum in which to do it, but I do need to discuss that movie because I am confused <laughs> by something, but I cannot tell you what I'm confused by. But well, I just Shepard, need to discuss uh, when when a man and a woman love each other very. <laughs> um. What does that have to do with a raccoon? <laughs> That's really my question. Well, when a raccoon loves a seal very, very much, <laughs> and then he gets operated on several times, <laughs> or an otter. Oh, it was probably an otter. it was an otter. It's an otter. Yeah. Well, tragic. Mm. Just tragic. That's all I have to say about this tragic. movie. Well, speaking of tragic, I think it's time to wrap up tonight's no. episode. Of the oh, Steffer says no. I'm so, kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. This ain't even my there's show. Gonna be, there's going to be a Steffer extended party. <laughs> Everybody, <laughs> go to Steffer's <laughs> Twitch. She's going to be getting lit in the Twitch, talking about how she cried at Guardians and asking all kinds of uncomfortable I'm, questions. I'm, something like that. I don't know about uncomfortable, but you know, <laughs> sure. Steffer's, thanks so much for joining us. I'm glad you hopped in. Yeah, I was late, but you know, better late than. Never. Hey, the new version of the Passholder Lounge, people can come and go whenever they want to. I, I'm surprised Nate didn't take a nap in the middle of this thing. He was welcome to do I'm that. doing well. I'm doing well. I had two cups of coffee. I'm, all right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. You're having two cups of coffee and then you you have a beverage too? Like that yeah, kind of cancels out itself. Yeah. Yeah. It? yeah. <laughs> okay. Just, just checking. Okay. 
Steffers, do you have anything you want to promote while you're here? How's um, how is Adventures with Steffers going? Oh, listen, where we don't talk it's about that. But you can follow me on Instagram because I'm taking I'm I'm having a bunch of adventures this year. So Instagram and, and I maybe TikTok. Maybe I'll get back on the TikTok grind, but yeah, that's there's too much happening in my life right now where I genuinely cannot juggle breathing and life at the same time. It's too much. But One of those is juggle? important. Yeah. Essential. <laughs> somebody, somebody said. Correct. So, you know, so Steffers can balance, you know, adventures with Steffers on Instagram and that's and TikTok. And there you, you go. Can, you can see me scream Taylor Swift and uh, going to Maine coming up here. So. You can, oh, well. Oh, yeah, I'm from there, well, so. New Hampshire. Well, Maine. Right next door. It's literally <laughs> like right next door. I mean, honestly. <laughs> I went to Rhode Have Island. Been to Maine? <laughs> I mean, New Hampshire, no. it's like a little tiny little dot. You can't trust me. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> can't trust it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll look at a map, I promise. But yeah, I have some stuff coming up. So stay tuned. Yep. Follow Steffers to Maine, everybody. How about you, Skipper Bob? What's going on in your world? Uh, well, like you said, I'm going to do the uh, Taste of Terror this weekend. Um, I got a lot of stuff going on between work and just the socials, but you know, you can find me on almost everything. Uh, Skipper Bob's Breakdowns on YouTube, Instagram. I got two accounts on Instagram. I don't know why I do that. And then I also have my podcast, the uh, Cretans Guild. Uh, I'm just all over the place. I'm like a f- the world's fattest flapjack. Just <laughs> <laughs> did I break something? No, you froze for a second, and then it came back super fast speed. It was amazing. <laughs> and then it ended with your sound effect, so it was really quality. It was really good. Wow, it felt perfect. I can't wait to hear this then. <laughs> I think audio wise it was fine, but the video like was super fast and it caught up with you right when you did your sound effect. It was great. <laughs> it was like you planned it. He's not doing anything. Nope. He, he is the man behind the all the controls and knobs, but in this case he didn't do I, it. I can I can work audio. I can't do crap with video. <laughs> <laughs> Nate, what's going on with you, man? Where can people find you on the interwebs? Interwebs, oh yeah. Um I'm still on Instagram. You can find me there at it's Nate Bishop. I'm on threads like once a week. So yeah, I'm, I'm there sometimes, but, uh, enjoy my stuff on my website, just distripsandmore.com. Just check it out. Bunch of Disney trip planning stuff. You it know. is trips and more. I think here on the podcast tonight, only, uh, only I am not a travel agent. Actually, Skipper Bob, are you doing travel agency at all? I work with a travel agency, but I am not a travel agent. Okay. I'm the only one who doesn't work with a travel agency. (laughs) (laughs) So all these friends can help you if you want to plan a vacation. That's all I'm saying. And you know what? I will help you if you need to find a place to get a drink. I'm Justin Monorail, everywhere, and this is the Passholder Lounge. This has been a very exciting edition of the Virtual Happy Hour. Thanks so much for joining us in the chat. Thank you all for helping me co-host tonight, Nate, Skipper Bob, and Steffers. I hope to see you all back in September, and until then, be excellent to each other. And party on, dudes. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Drink up, drink up, drink up, then order again. <laughs>